Welcome to Player Pass, the weekly Xbox Game Pass podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Fouché, and along with me is my co-host, Justin Summers. We're here to let you know what games you should be playing on Game Pass this week. This is episode 33. How you doing this week, Jank? Oh man, I'm doing great. Looking forward to another episode. We've got um, a pretty good episode planned as far as I'm concerned. I've got some good news uh, that we've did, well, we've got a little bit of news we're going to talk about as far as games coming. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm ready to get into it. So yeah, I am too. I think um, there was some pretty exciting news that we get to learn about this week with new games coming to Game Pass and Games with Gold, which is, um, I think there could be some good games on there this time. And also we're going to talk about some games that are very replayable on Game Pass because sometimes you want a game that you can just sink hours into and not have to worry about finding a new game and just stick with one that you want to stick with for a while. And so we're going to go through, try to find some of those kind of games on Game Pass. But the first thing is the games that are coming within the next two weeks on Game Pass. And so let's see, there are four games coming on, well, the day you're listening to this, on September the 2nd. And um, those are Craftopia. That one's coming to cloud, console, and PC. Final Fantasy 13, console and PC. Signs of the Sojourner. That one's on all three. And Surgeon Simulator 2 on all three. Um, so yeah, I looked at these these four games, and I know one of them really well. But I'm really pumped for Craftopia. Did you get a chance to look at that trailer I sent you on that? Yeah, I saw I saw where you sent it, um, but I haven't actually got to watch it yet. I, I didn't even think about it until we just started going through these, this list. But uh, but I have heard of Craftopia before. It's kind of a game like some of the games that I've kind of been into lately as far as the you know gathering and harvesting and, and farming and that, that side of it. But you've also got a mix of that and you know boss fights and, and stuff like that. So yeah, it, it it's one I'm definitely going to have to look into now that... Uh, that I remember that you sent me that video and definitely probably get ready to download it tomorrow when it comes out. So yeah, just think of any game that you've ever played before ever. And it's part <laughs> of that is in this game. So it looked pretty crazy, but it looked like a ton of fun, especially if you get some people in there. I think it, I think you can have up to like eight people playing with you at once, but um, it had some real breath of the wild looking vibes with like jumping off cliffs and, gliding somewhere but then also building a huge base and stuff like it had this this is a strange part of the trailer but it was a huge conveyor belt with like hundreds of cows on it and it was all conveying them into a like pot of stew or something <laughs> it was very strange but um it looked really really fun so I, that's one i want to jump into and maybe be able to talk about soon yeah that that was one that i um I'd heard about it just being a big mesh of a tons of tons of different game styles and play play styles uh, mixed into ones. So that was one that I'd heard of. Yeah, and then um, Final Fantasy Thirteen. That one I've played through this game twice, and it is uh, it's definitely not the most loved Final Fantasy. Most, not most people. A lot of people will say it's the worst Final Fantasy, which is ridiculous because it's obviously Final Fantasy Two is the worst, but um people hate this one for some reason but it's actually it's not a bad game but i was surprised because i heard that the trilogy was coming and 
this is the only one from the 13 trilogy that's on here. So I was a little surprised at that. So the other two must be coming later. And then um, the only other interesting one, that, well, the Signs of the Sojourner, it's a card game, and those are those are hard for me to get into. But Surgeon Simulator 2, it looked like it could be some mass chaos, and it would be one of those games that you just, um, if you're playing co-op, that uh, you would just be laughing the whole time. So that's one that might be fun to try out. Yeah, I know these, these simulator-type games have really taken off within the last few years of as far as popularity they've got one for pretty much anything you want to do they've got a, a simulator for us i know that's something that uh people really enjoy uh coming september 7th we have crown trick uh for console and pc uh, and then september september 9th we have breath edge nuclear throne um nuclear throne is for console and pc and then breath edge is also for the cloud console and pc and then the last one is the Artful Escape. You know, do you know too much about uh, about these games, Fusho? Um, I don't really know much about any of these. I, I watched the trailer for Breath Edge, and this looks like one that um, you might really like, just because it reminded me a lot of uh, the space game that you played, uh, oh, yeah. Deliver Us the Moon. Yeah, it looked a lot like that with maybe some extra combat and stuff, but. That's one you might really want to check out because it it reminded me of that one a ton with like the it has a apparently has a good story with it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I was but, about to say the little description I've got here is like a movie description. Uh, I'll just read a little bit of it. The end of it here it says a simple guy called the man who is carrying his grandpa's ashes to a galactic funeral and suddenly finds himself in the middle of a universal conspiracy. So yeah, that. That could, that could have, I mean, I'm a sucker for games with, like, intense and, and really good storylines. So that, that would definitely be one that uh, I could get into if the gameplay is something that I enjoy as well. So, yeah, I'll definitely be giving that one a look. Yeah, and then um, the Nuclear Throne is another roguelike game that's been added because um, that's going to be something we mentioned a little bit here. Here in a little bit is um, some roguelike games. The Nuclear Throne is just another roguelike that they're adding. And then the Artful Escape is, it seems to be um, focused a lot around music and some some songs and stuff like that because they mention about voice performances. So if you're really into some artsy music and stuff, that one might be for you as well. But yeah, those are, those are the games that they're adding to Game Pass within the next couple weeks. I'm pretty excited for a few of those. Uh, I would love to play through Final Fantasy 13 again. Like uh, I really enjoyed those games. I was looking. I want to mostly play through the the last one, Lightning Returns, because that's the only one I didn't finish. So maybe that'll come soon. But um, I, I've been excited for every Final Fantasy game that's come to Game Pass, but I have rarely played any of them just because there's so many games I've never played before on here that I try to get to. So. It's hard for me to go back to games that I've already beaten. Yeah, there, um, like always, there's some some DLC and some game updates. One you may be interested in, Fisher, is the Spirit Fair uh, free Beverly update. Uh, it's available now. I know you've been sinking some time at the Spirit Fair. Um, th- there's a few more. Uh, one one bit of news is for all you hardcore Halo fans. I don't know why you would want to, but uh, you can pre-install Halo Infinite today to get ready for the December eighth release. So. 
you do want to go ahead and just get ready that way, as soon as it's out there, you're ready to play. You can download that today uh, to get ready for it uh, in December. Yeah, that does seem a little crazy. Like, I'm going to hold on to that space while I can. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, maybe long... once it gets to a week before, okay, I can make some space. But Yeah, that's a long time. I mean, the, I guess it's good they have that the option where you can go ahead and get it, but like you said, it's probably a 50, 60, 70 gig game, I would imagine. So that's just going to take up space for the next three months. No, for sure. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, I am excited about that Spirit Fair. Um I hadn't. I play it just about every week here lately, and I still hadn't made it to the the last free update. So maybe I'll make it there eventually. Yeah. Um. But then there are the games that are leaving soon, and so let's see. There are seven of them this time. So on September the thirteenth, Red Dead Online is leaving. And was that one added not too long ago? Yeah, my- yeah. That that was not added. It wasn't that long ago. Maybe. Um. Mid early early summer maybe or midsummer, it had yeah. to be it had to be just three or four months ago at the most because I remember us breaking it down talking well, not breaking it down but talking about uh, the online Red Dead Online being added and that it was yeah, going to be a pretty a little, big deal. I thought that was a little strange, but maybe there's something to that. I'm not sure because we we've never seen anything leave that soon from when it's yeah. been added. Yeah, that that was a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, and so then also on the 15th, you have Company of Heroes 2, and uh, dis, ooh, do you know how to say that one? Disgaea, uh, Disgaea 4, that yeah. would be my guess. I have yeah. no idea if that's right. I hate when I go into trying to I like read it, and then I start saying it, and then I, I <laughs> and know I'm not going to get through it. You just back out immediately, like, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going to get that one. But yeah, no, those two are on PC, and they're leaving. And then you have Forza Motorsport 7, Hotshot Racing, The Dark Crystal, and Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales. Those are all on uh, console and PC. And so those are leaving. Nothing huge. Well, the Forza Motorsport 7, we talked about that one, I think, last time or two episodes ago, um, where there's something special with that one, with players that have been playing can can do something i can't quite remember what that was but but nothing like i know some of those like the dark crystal people have just dogged that game like they were excited about it and said how terrible it was so nothing huge is leaving and at least in my opinion um the uh the other bit of news we have uh, for this month that the is the game games with gold that are going to be available uh for september um, available September 1st through the 30th is, is Warhammer Chaos Bane. Um, available the 16th through the October 15th is Mulaka. And then also available from the September 1st to the 15th is Zone of Enders HD Collection. And then from September 16th through the 30th, you have Samurai Showdown 2. Uh, it says $100 value or $99, um, $99 value uh, with this with these free games, free game for the month of September. So if any of those are interested, I mean, it's still got Warhammer chaos Bane at, at $40. So I don't know if that is actually still that much. I don't, I don't know much about that game. Um, but yeah, there's, there's four free games that, that they say, you know, equals out to be a, you know, a hundred dollar value for free uh, for the month of September and half of October. So make sure and, and get in there and download some of those. If, uh, if you're interested in any of those free games. Yeah. And I don't want to steer anybody wrong or anything, but I did look at, Mulaka, 
and it reminded me of Omno, that game I talked about a few episodes ago. Oh yeah, it looked, mm-hmm. looked kind of like it, and I really enjoyed that game. And it it looked like that game plus a little bit of a battle system. So I don't know. It might be good. It just that's what it reminded me of. So it might be one I look into to see if I enjoy it. Play it maybe like twenty minutes and see if it's it's good. Yeah. But yeah, that's about all the news that we have for this week. And so that's kind of like what I like to get into is just mainly games that are coming and going and that you can get through Game Pass. So I'm pretty happy about this week. Um, and it yeah, was pretty short. Any... Like, uh... oh, go ahead. No, anytime that you're announcing, you get you get a, you get an announcement of the games that are coming for the, you know a certain month. It's a little bit exciting just because you're you never know what you're going to get. You always always that chance that a game you really love or a game that you may end up loving you just don't know about yet comes through. So, yeah, I, I love I love seeing the new games, even though I may not play all of them. I like, I like seeing what, we get, what we're getting with our, with our Game Pass subscription. Oh, definitely. But um, going into that, going talking about a little more of value in Game Pass, we're going to talk about the value of your hours that you play the games on Game Pass. So we wanted to take a look at some games that you can really sink some hours into that um, you can really entertain yourself with for for a great amount of time. But um, to start it off, I kind of want to go through a list of not just games specifically, but we're going to name some franchises and certain games, of course, but we'll go through and talk about the types of games that you can spend a lot of time in. And so for me, the first one on this list that uh, a lot of people do spend a lot of time in, but not me personally, is that Game Pass is a great place for sports games because there's all types of those on there. And that you can, sports games are a great place to spend your time with. Like through the, um, you can spend a good bit of time through a campaign, um, like a career mode, but then mainly get your hours in multiplayer. Yeah, with, with sports games, that's something that I've loved and spent countless hours since, you know, I was a kid. Playing playing sports games, whether it be Madden or the the old NCAA games or uh, uh, 2K, the NBA 2K games, there, there's so many. So there's such a huge selection of sports games, older and newer, in Game Pass. Where if you can't, if you like sports games, you're going to be able to find one that you can really put some time into, just because they're always coming out with the, you know, three three to six months normally after a game launches or is released. A lot of times, as far as EA. Uh, as far as EA goes and the the NBA, the 2K games being released, uh, they're in Game Pass, so you can really take uh, sink some time in on some of these games if if these are games that fit your your playstyle. Yeah, and I'll be passing on most of those. Like the only sports game I've really enjoyed is golf, um, specifically Tiger. Yeah, I mean that's, those are fun. Those those are a lot of fun. Yeah, they they are good, but I just haven't played them in years. But um, I mean, there's not many there's not many sports games that I don't enjoy. Like I don't I don't spend much time on them anymore, just because my time for gaming has such so much more limited than it used to be. So uh, mostly I play games that I'm really enjoying now instead of sports games. But I mean, with as far as golf, I mean I love golf, soccer, boxing, MMA, football, basketball, baseball. All those games are just a ton of fun if you like sports games. You can't you can't go wrong with any of them. Definitely. But then um, move into some games that you can put a lot of hours into that most of these games are going to have an online component to it, but not all of them. And uh, one series that I thought of 
that you can sink a lot of hours into that's not online is Dragon Age. And so the I played through the first two and I think all their DLC on both those games. And I remember, especially the first game, I probably put well over 100 hours just into that one game alone. And uh, like that was only through one playthrough. And those games are really good about you make different decisions so you can just add, you can start the game out as a completely different character and just go through and um, go look at the story in a different perspective and make different decisions where the outcome's totally different than it was the first time. So it's it's worth replaying just because you can see a story through a different light. Also, like, in, in my case, like, I could really replay them just because I don't remember what much of what happened before and uh i've never played the third one inquisition and i've heard i've heard really good things about it i've just never been able to put the time into that one um i'm not sure i actually i'm pretty sure you've not enjoyed these these games tank yeah i haven't i haven't haven't spent much time on those i have to say yeah uh, they're pretty low on action too the first one especially like you'll feel you'll feel some dated gameplay in the first ones um but but it's still good. It's um, for people that are like heavy story-driven games. Those are some good ones. And then um, I was making my list, and I kind of got mixed up, and I put some that I thought, no, nah, these don't be- deserve as high on the list as I thought. So I'm gonna move uh, the roguelike types games back to um, down after this, after the Dragon Age. But um, like there was not a specific roguelike that I've played on Game Pass that's just really like that's the one I love. But I have played a bunch of these, like um to name a few, Children of Morta, Dead Cells, Enter the Gungeon, Hades, and Slay the Spire. So that's five of them there, and I didn't even mention all the ones on there. But these are just good because you can jump into them and each game's gonna be a little bit different. Like it's gonna be similar but you just never know exactly what's going to happen. So I've heard people playing Slay the Spire. This one's a little, Slay the Spire is a card game, but each time you go through and play it, like you get different cards and stuff. So you never know exactly what's going to happen. But I've heard of people putting just hundreds and hundreds of hours in this single player game that um, just can really, really take the time away from you, but in a good way. Yeah, I mean... These type games aren't necessarily like my cup of tea or, or games that I can see myself dumping a lot of a lot of my time into. But for the people that do enjoy these roguelike games and these different story based games, uh, I mean, they I I could definitely see them really really sinking some time into some games and just the playability of it being, you know, able to come back and, and do it again and do it over just because you know these type games if you like them you really really like them so I could definitely see. Uh, these games for the people that really enjoy them being something that they could just play play a ton. Yeah, and I, I like the the kind of mix that Game Pass has had on on these types of games because you have games like Enter the Gungeon where once you die you just start over and it's you have no bonuses from the last time and it's just your skill um, to try to beat it the next time. And then also you have games like Children of Morta, which is a little more my speed because. I'm not exactly the best at a lot of these games. So this one you level up and stuff too and like get new skills. So you start over each run, but you're a little more powerful. It helps you get 
further along. So I, I like that aspect of it. Um, but then uh, moving on to the next two, I'm going to put these kind of roll them together just because they're both Bethesda, but the Fallout and Elder Scrolls series, these, um, they would have been kind of right there with Dragon Age with a good heavy story driven game. And it's a long series of those, but then also they have the, the newest ones, the Fallout 76 and Elder Scrolls Online, and that really bumps that that uh, amount of time that you can play with these games up a ton. Because um, we we I've played both of these a little bit, but um, and me and Tank have played. Tank's actually played Fallout 76 more than I have, and uh, really enjoyed his time with that. Yeah, so Fallout. And games like that, where you get this, you know, this massive multiplayer experience um, in game, as well as you know, you have all these different missions and different quests and different storylines that you can play out in the game. You know, it just adds that. Uh, and I, I didn't get, I didn't put near as much time into it as I wish I would have, just because of the time that I got started with it. I got started, we got started on Fallout seventy six really late in the game, uh, and you know, the, it's not really a setback when you do that you you're still your skill you can still do missions for your level and you know until you get to a certain level some of these level like 200s can't like just come up to you instantly and kill you but there are certain things you run into in game that you just have no possibility of defeating it because of your level and your guns and stuff so i mean well i kind of i kind of was behind the behind the times on the the start of that game i just got into it late but the, the playability of it and the fun that you can have playing the game, whether it be by yourself or uh, with friends or just randomly meeting people in the server that you're on and playing through with them. I mean, it, you can have, it's, it's pretty much an unlimited amount of experiences you can have within some games like this. And I'm sure it's the same for uh, the Elder Scrolls Online as well. Yeah, and there, there's also, like, those aren't the only massive multiplayer games, online games on there, because there's also stuff like, Ark Survival Evolved and DayZ, we talked about that. We weren't crazy about it, but we know that some people have gotten on there and really loved it. And then um, you have stuff like Sea of Thieves can also kind of be in that category. I've actually met multiple people within the past you know, month or so um, that talked about DayZ with, to me and they, they talked about how much they really loved it. I, I just, I told them, I said, well, you know, I tried it. And I wanted to really like it, but I just could never get a start. And they said, yeah, you got to really figure out how to start because starting is the hardest part. So I may have to give Daisy another run uh, just because these these guys that I've met talk so good about it and how much they really enjoyed it. But like I said, my experiences were either starving to death, freezing to death, or just getting killed instantly. So <laughs> I may have to get a jump in there and give that another try. But yeah, day, games like like Ark and Daisy are definitely something that uh, you can really, really sink some time into. And they're, you know, games that are free with Game Pass, so. Yeah, maybe if we can get in on a better server that has a little more stuff, because I think That's we were, probably. yeah, we jumped in some servers that were looted like crazy. Um, but then you can, you also have games like first-person shooters, and there's a good many on there, and um, both our favorite is probably Titanfall 2, even though it's a fairly old game at this point, but it has a pretty good uh, player base still in the game, but um, oh man, there's I've spent so much time in first-person shooters just playing, like, the uh, um, team battle and stuff. But, uh, yeah, Titanfall 2 is one of my favorite. I'm really hoping that the 
the movement of the new Halo can be similar to to Titanfall 2 because that would just enhance the experience so much because of the movement in Titanfall 2. I mean, that's what that's what brought us Apex, and that's why people love Apex. You know, maybe not a bunch of the people that listen to this, but that's why so many people do love Apex is because of the movement and the and the skill based movement that you've got in that game. Uh, and that's what in Titanfall 2 is what that came from. So I'm really hoping that the new Halo Infinite, because that's always been something. I mean, back then, it, when you know when we used to play Halo 3, like it was, you know, like hours and hours and hours. We didn't really know. Like, we, we really enjoyed Halo because it was fun. But now some of these games like Titanfall 2 and your uh, Apexes and even, even Call of Duty, uh, the movements, uh, you know, it's such a big enhancement from what it used to be. I'm really hoping that they can take some of these movement styles and playability from these games like Titanfall and put it into the new the new Halo that just to give you that little bit of extra, you know, movement and, and mobility in the game. That's that's what I'm hoping for because games like Titanfall, they still, like you said, still have a huge player base. They've had some problems with, you know, cheaters and their anti-cheats haven't, you know, really gone over and done what they wanted them to do. They've had some problems with that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm really hoping uh, some of these new first-person shooters can kind of fall into that category and follow that, that movability style. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait for the new Halo, and hopefully it will be something that can uh, really like. I've been we've been looking for a game that uh, is four player because right now we've had like we play Rocket League and Apex, and Rocket League's terrible with four people. So we, we <laughs> need a game. We Fushy need a game hates, with he hates Rocket League. Fushy just yeah, hates Rocket League. yeah, Rocket League's just terrible in general, but <laughs> really bad with four people. But um. But no, we, we've been looking for a game with that has four people when everybody's online, and hopefully Halo will be able to to reach that for us, and we'll be able to play that um, and have a lot of fun with it. But another game that I that I really enjoy and that I know people just put hours and hours into is Forza Horizon Four, and I think this one is pertinent because uh, in November we'll get the fifth installment, and I think that one will be one that. The one reason I haven't put as much time into the fourth one is because I knew the fifth one was coming eventually. So this is one I want to get into when I kind of feel like I'm on a little more of a level playing field with everybody, with with uh, the Eliminator and everything, and actually playing PvP, because I've just been racing against the... I mainly just race against the computers, and that makes me feel good about myself, because I can actually win. So... When the fifth one comes out, I might get into some PvP and just race some real people and just kind of see how how good or not so good that I am. And I'm really looking forward to this one, especially with the added added time that um, of the things that you can make in there with the courses and stuff like that. I'm not exactly sure what that's going to look like, but I'm sure people will make some really good stuff as creative people always do. Yeah, I mean, racing games, I mean, that's something that that you can really, like, for certain, like, especially these, the the, the, the Forza series, uh, especially the Horizon series. I mean, I remember back in, when we were in junior high and high school, We, I mean, it's a different platform and a different, you know, um, franchise, but we used to play Gran Turismo 3. Like, we, I remember you would come to my house when, you, that, that summer you were at my house, you would literally, like, it would be like four, a four-hour or six-hour race and we, you'd sit there and do it like we would spend hours and hours and hours doing these races and these grand prix and stuff and um in grand trees by three 
Uh, and so, I mean, these racing games like Forza, they're so much better than, than they were back then. There's so much more you can actually do in them. So, yeah, you can, if you just want a game you can spend some time in and enjoy that time in, these, these Forza games, you can't go wrong with those, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one for sure. And yeah, I remember that, playing that um, Gran Turismo event. <laughs> yeah. And it was like you had to race pre-60s cars in these eight-hour-long races, and there yeah. was like five of them. I was thinking, okay, because you're going to win a car at the end of it. So uh-huh. I'd play like two hours at a time on these races that I was like, it really wasn't even challenged because by the time I finished the race, I'd be like, I'd lap right. the next person like 20 times. But Yeah, you'd be like an hour ahead of the person in second place. Yeah, but when I finally finished, I was like, oh yeah, I'm about to get this crazy cool car. And it was not worth it. Yeah, it was. It was, it was some like it was like a '60s car or yeah, some some junker that was way worse than the car I've been driving the whole time. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh well, we live and we learn. But um, the next two, I, I think I mixed these up too because um, I put my personal preference. Yeah. At number one, but um, my personal preference goes to Terraria because it is a game that. Um, I've been able to play play this one a ton by myself. It's not that it's still really fun playing um, just single player and solo, but uh, it's one you can jump in, have a different experience with every time, and you just don't know exactly what's going to happen. Even when you start up a new game, like it spawns like a different world. Like you don't know, um, like there's certain biodomes that won't appear in yours because you just um whenever it creates a world is different so you can have a fairly different play experience just um from each new 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 uh start of a game that you begin in and then also with playing with other people like it's just a really fun game but um that's the one problem with terraria and and uh having a bunch of people to play with is especially for me is that i haven't found as many people interested in that one as me um and that's where the number one spot goes to Minecraft because uh, you can do that same kind of stuff. Like you don't get the battles of Terraria, but it's a lot more um, user friendly and you can play with people that aren't likely going to play something like Terraria. Yeah. I mean, between those two, the majority, I mean, you've definitely got the people like you who would prefer terraria over minecraft and don't get me wrong terraria is a fun game i I haven't played it much but the times that i've played it i've played with you and you know just trying to figure everything out was hard enough for me just trying to figure out what what in the world was going on uh but for the majority i think most people would prefer minecraft over terraria um and just because of the I i don't really know why i mean it's definitely you know, Minecraft is super complicated too. I mean, both these games really take a lot of time to really figure out and really, really be good at the game just because the certain, I mean, they've made it easier uh, as far as Minecraft goes with the menu showing you how to craft every single thing you used to. I mean, you just kind of figure it out as you you went along what to craft or for, you know, they had some little tables that showed you what to do, but as far as crafting everything, it was, it was a nightmare. Um, So they've, they've definitely, made it more playable or more accessible to a new player. Uh, because like for me jumping into Terraria, if I was by myself, I would, 
I would just, I, I would have no clue because I would have to ask you every, no matter what I was doing, you would do something. I'm like, okay, how, how do I do that? And you're building these little houses and you have to get them a certain height and a certain width and you have to make sure the door is on before it's actually a house. And it's, it's I mean, it's, it's, it's a little more complicated, a little more intensive uh, than something like Minecraft is nowadays. But both these games are definitely deserve to be at top of the list as far as games you can just jump into, spend you know, three hours playing and you're going to have a good time playing it. I mean, they're definitely not for everybody. For people that really love fast-paced first-person shooters or even dungeon crawlers and platformers, these may not be for them, so. Yeah. No, I, I do love some Minecraft, even though um, I would love to play some Terraria multiplayer. The, um, my cousin, the only person I ever played with, like, uh, I don't think he has an Xbox anymore, so I don't see that <laughs> happening anytime soon. But um, but yeah, these are just plenty of games. There's plenty of games on Game Pass that you can uh, really get into and really learn the how to play these games and just have a good time with them and get really good at playing these games and just sticking with them and um, just enjoying that large amount of time that you can play with instead of jumping from game to game. That's something I do a lot of times. Is I just uh, I've been jumping from game to game like crazy lately, and so. Maybe I need to jump into something like this where I can just uh, really get used to playing one game for a while. But um, yeah. talking about games that we have been playing and me jumping around like crazy. So um, what are some games you've been playing lately, Tank? Man, it's kind of the same as it's as it's been for the past you know few months. I, my, my gaming time has been diminished a lot. Um, so I played, my, I played, I played Apex. I'm always going to find a little bit of time for Apex during the week. Uh, and then I played a little bit of Rocket League, and then I also uh, one of our buddies has been really wanting to get back in and start playing some Call of Duty. So I played I played Call of Duty one night this week. Um, got downloaded it all two hundred and whatever gigs of it downloaded it uh, and played it. And I mean, I had a good time. Uh, like I said, it's those that's one of the games that I love, but it also just frustrates me. And now you know, not you know, I hadn't played it in months. So I'm way behind as far as knowing what the meta is as far as guns and and some of these new maps, you know, I'm not familiar with. So it definitely makes it harder to kind of get that noob feel when you jump back in if you're not playing it for so long just because so many things have changed that you haven't actually been a part of. So but I enjoyed it. I had a good time playing that. But that's really that's really been all I've played, really been all I've played this week. Okay. So you didn't throw your controller through your TV? No, I didn't. I didn't. That, that, it, I mean, there was a couple times I got pretty pretty upset but not, not, nowhere near that level okay okay that's good to hear because that's what <laughs> call of duty makes me want to do um yeah i can't believe you bit the bullet and downloaded it that's, yeah that's i had i had some some old games that i weren't that, that i wasn't playing anymore um that were taking up quite a bit of space and i had some free still so i went ahead and deleted those that i, I wasn't gonna i didn't feel like i was gonna jump into anytime soon and download it now i'll probably only have it downloaded for a few weeks and then i'll get rid of it because it's just too big yeah okay well but yeah I'm what not... about you yeah i didn't play a ton of stuff um variety of stuff this week um i played spirit fair like i've been talking about got a little further in it um you know most of the time with that game i put in like 15 20 minutes here or there um Maybe more, but it's with the baby sleeping on my chest, so it's not the most um, productive um, time with the game either um, when I'm playing that way, just because like I'll play for five minutes and then he'll like uh, 
start to wake up from his nap and I have to like um, make sure he goes back to sleep and uh, that whole that whole process. But um, so I played that, uh, got a little bit further in it. I started playing this game, Chris Tales, um, and I literally only played this game for five minutes. But I think my game timer is up to two hours because um, I switched to Disney Plus and just set it there and was like watching stuff. But then when I came back to the game, it said I've been playing forever. And so I was like, well, this game's already busted for the in clock timer to tell people how long I've been playing. But um, it's a RPG, a turn-based RPG. And um, as far as I can tell, it's about a bunch of Chris's. Like everybody's name is Chris something. And it's about crystals. So they're really diving deep into the name of that game with uh, puns, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I really can't tell you much other than that. It has a really pretty art style. Um, and then I played maybe 10, 15 minutes of Final Fantasy X for some reason. I think, oh, I know what it was. I watched a YouTube video on Final Fantasy X, so that made me want to play a little bit. And then uh, now just some games of Apex. I think that's about all I played this past week. But um, but yeah, no, I, I'm uh, hopefully we're going to get to play some Craftopia this week. That's one I'm really looking forward to playing. And I can talk about. We'll definitely have to jump in. Definitely have to jump in and and, and play some of that. Um, that way we can kind of give an insight to it next week. Um, but Fouché, we got a, a big a big announcement uh, for this week. Well, not necessarily for this week. We're we're announcing something this week. You want to jump into that and, and let everybody know what we're doing? So yeah, it's not the biggest announcement or anything, but we do want to have a giveaway for our listeners, and that um, we're going to have a. We're going to do this giveaway, and it's going to be on Twitter. So this next week, we're going to give out some news and stuff on what that's going to be. And, well, I'll tell you what it's going to be right now is it's going to be three months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. And so we're going to give out some news and info on how that's going to, what you're going to need to do to be a part of that drawing for that. And so throughout this next week, like, I'll be tweeting out some stuff about that. And then... um by the time our episode comes out next week, we'll we'll kind of have the rules laid out for for how that's going to look. And so we hope that uh, y'all really participate in this and that somebody will be able to get them a few free months of Game Pass. Yeah, for sure. And uh, sorry, one second. My dog, my dog had his leg wrapped around my headset cord. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but but yeah, definitely. And th- like Fouché said, we're going to be doing this on Twitter. Um, so if you don't follow us on Twitter, make sure and go give us a follow. You can follow us on all our socials, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram, uh, at play or pass pod. Make sure and be looking out for that post, uh, that, that we'll be talking about for this next week, talking, giving more details and getting into it about the giveaways. So if you uh, want to send us an email, you can contact us directly at play or pass dot Xbox game pass at gmail.com. And yeah, if you listen to us on Apple podcasts, leave us a five star rating and a review there. And then um, let anybody know about this podcast that you think would enjoy it. And then uh, that'll help us grow and be able to reach more people and be able to talk about the things that y'all want to hear about. So I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode and hope you're back here next week.